Yo, let's get Ox traded! What's up? Welcome to Ox Trader, episode 70. You're here with Lucas, Josh, and Mike. And no Zach this week, but he will be here in a bit to tell you about some new songs. We're here to bring you four new tracks to listen to and check out. Get your teeth sunk into being a podcast host. It's your boy. All right, so this week we are talking a little bit about the new Kendrick Lamar release. Um... And I I think uh, Zach will have some stuff to say about this as well. Okay, first of all, I dig it. I definitely enjoyed it. Uh, I need to sink my teeth more into the lyrics, um, but I did enjoy what I heard. However, um, I was on Twitter that morning, um, you know, when it first came out, and saw a lot of people immediately jumping to the conclusion that Kendrick is the greatest of all time. Now, you know, I am not in a position to say whether or not he is or is not. Um, however, I do think that, um, you know, I saw one person say that music, in order for it to become a classic, it needs to breathe. You need to give it some time before you jump to conclusions. So, um, what's his name? Rosenblum, or Ro- Rosenberg? Rosenberg, this fellow guy. radio guy. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I'd say fellow, but uh, oh, he's yeah, he's our he's our peer for sure. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the same level. Um, <laughs> Rosenberg put up some tweet saying that Kendrick was the greatest of all time, and while he may he may be, I don't know. I'm not in a position to say, um, but. I think to just jump to the conclusion after just listening to the record one time or knowing that, you know, some people I know probably listened to the first two or three tracks and were just like, this is the greatest record of the year. You know, Kendrick's the best of all time, whatever. Um, I think it's, you're jumping the gun, you know. Uh, And also, the other thing too is that to just immediately jump to the conclusion that he's the best um, kind of denies the foundation that a lot of previous rappers and hip-hop artists and DJs, uh, you know, they laid the foundation for him to build on. Um, So I think it's, I I think, I understand the hype, absolutely, but I also think that you should be patient, listen to it, let it sink in, um, and don't just assume that it's the greatest you know, without really listening to it and really um, sinking your teeth into it. Mm. Uh, Lucas, I think I have a very solid way to counter this, you know, this the way this discussion is going so far. Uh-huh. Because I'm definitely a very, very big Kendrick fan since Good Kid, Mad City. Been Same. so, oh, Been so, like, just, like, into everything he's been doing, been putting out. And for, you know, longtime listeners, whenever Kendrick comes up, I think unanimously we all agree that he's just really doing great stuff, really putting out f- just fantastic music. So I, of course, was so psyched when this album dropped. 
I got out of work right right at midnight and on my subway ride home, like check Spotify, see if it was up right at, you know, midnight, 12 p.m. release. It was. Listen to it the whole way through on my way home. And honestly, my first listen through, I've I felt like it was okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So I was like you were saying, the first like two songs, like the intro track and then the first real song. So, those songs are bananas, crazy the way he sets up the album. But then on my first listen, it just, I don't know. I just, it just, I felt very passive when I was like listening. I also could have been really tired. Yeah. So in my, part of me was like, oh man, Kendrick put out his first like good record. Not like, because every record in my opinion is put out like from Section 80 to even Untitled and Mastered. Mm-hmm. Those are all great, like so great. This, I was like, man, this album's just, like, good. Then, but then, the next day, I'm like, all right, I'm going to listen to it again. I listened to, I have not stopped listening to it since it came out, what, like, (laughs) last week or whatever. I now love this record so much. I mean, it definitely is going to continue to breathe and, like, grow, like you are saying, Lucas, as time goes on. Mm Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It went from me thinking it was just like a decent album to now I th- am, you know, I think it is almost on par and on the same level as every other release. It might be the only thing that's throwing me, but also I enjoy a lot is that this album has a much more like modern production and sound to it. Okay. But I think that was a very smart move on Kendrick's part because he could have very easily you know, he could have totally pigeonholed himself with this release and just been like the jazzy, soulful, funky, yeah, boom, boom, bappy, right, Compton rapper, right? Yep. That's kind of what I was expecting. Didn't get really any of that on this album. So that's, I think, part of what threw me and what made me had to like, have to listen because I wasn't expecting him to like put out production that you know was on par with like, you know, could be on a Drake release or could be on any. Mm-hmm. There's so many modern artists that could have like used these beats but instead it was kendrick doing his thing on them and yeah so i th- i think that was his way of being like i could play the game you guys are playing like i don't have to be the artsy jazzy rapper i could i could do these 808 trappy r&b songs and like do them better than all of you and i think he did and lyrically there's just some really deep and deep and sorrowful and angsty stuff going on and it, the more you listen to the lyrics too it's just intense so yeah. i'm gonna stop my rant there and just say how i know you're skeptical but i i can get on board now and say that kendrick is gonna people are gonna be like yep biggie Pac, dre kendrick yeah I, i'm i, I don't want to come off sounding like i don't uh appreciate what he's doing because i absolutely do no, uh, totally. It's just that, you know, I think that for someone to listen to it one time and assume that he's the greatest is is naive. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that more people should be doing kind of what you're doing, maybe not listening to it every day, because I, I think for some I, I think for <laughs> I some people you wear yourself out and then it just becomes like the month of the week or the month of the, you know, uh, the the month of the week. Did I say the month of the week? Yeah, you said, yeah, you know, dates, time, <laughs> what, 
is it is the, the it real? Record, I don't know. The record of the week or the record of the month or whatever, and then it just defines like that point in your life as opposed mm-hmm. to you listen to it um, a couple times a week, but then you still you know get in a healthy diet of other records too. That's what I had to do with to pimp a butterfly to me that's not like a record i can put on every day like it takes a lot mm, yeah to, yeah absolutely it's always an awesome experience but it's mm-hmm. like it, it's almost like too much of a good thing sometimes where i need yeah. to catch my no, breath it's very true very true yeah yeah, yeah. it's kind of like an event putting that record on yeah mm-hmm. for sure that is one thing too with the new album damn i feel like it's not as at least so far for me because maybe it because I've been able to listen to it pretty much. I haven't, I've taken like two days off now since I listened to it. No, maybe one, that's a lie. One day. <laughs> uh, yesterday. Actually, that might be another. I might have listened to it in the morning. I can't remember. Oh, my God. I know. It's addicted. been. It's. Whenever <laughs> I have a moment to, pl- to jam, I just need to hear some of those hooks and some of those. There's so many like one-liners on that album that are just so. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this one's a little more accessible. Which, you know, it kind of falls in with the whole modern production thing I'm talking about. Because, I mean, like, Kendrick, like, sings, sort of, on a lot of these songs, which mm-hmm. is crazy. Yeah. Like, and also, like, good for you, man. Like, you are stepping out of your comfort zone and doing things you haven't done yet. So, yeah, another reason why I think he gets, you know, people are giving him the credit to be, like, yo, greatest. Yeah. One of the greatest. Yeah. Um, cause now I'm thinking you mentioning the, um, the one liners in the, you know, whatever thing, mm-hmm. uh, it just reminds me of like being on the shuttle at school and seeing like this fucking bro dude, like <laughs> listening to a bunch of EDM tracks, but like mm-hmm. he wasn't listening to like the whole thing. He would just skip ahead to where the drop happened mm-hmm. and then just <laughs> hit play like 10, 10 seconds before the drop and then just like is like yeah that's a sick drop cool and then he goes to the next tune <laughs> skips ahead to the drop and then is like yeah so pumped up and he's like <laughs> dude you're fucking this is on the shuttle bus yeah did he, he punch like, a hole through like the window at each drop or something i like, think so i don't know i was just like I'm, dude i'm you picturing are... him being this hyped up on each drop like <laughs> ripping like ripping a chair out of the buses <laughs> punch punching the <laughs> punching like the window out just like yeah. oh my god skrillex is so good <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know i just people that listen to music the wrong way that's that's the only thing that i'm thinking about not that you are listening to music the wrong way i'm just saying that's that's <laughs> hearing uh the mention of of one-liners and and drops and shit that that's what that reminded me of but i think this is good a good place to stop listen to some tunes Get a little bit of the Kendrick hooks and one-liners out of our head for just a moment. Here's some new, fresh, fun, exciting things. Ooh, great transition. Nice. Oh, wow. Th- I've, been pre- I've been rehearsing that for weeks. Thank you, man. All right, so getting into the tunes this week. First up from me, I decided I'm going to break away from my Kendrick Lamar listening habits and kind of juxtapose everything we've been talking about concerning mainstream music and hip-hop and to do that i'm gonna play some really great post-hardcore screamo coming out of the massachusetts new hampshire area from the band youth funeral 
They just released their latest LP, Heavenward, this past December. And I'm going to actually play two tracks off this album because they're all, you know, relatively short. And I just want to, I think these two songs perfectly encapsulate their whole sound throughout this whole record. So first up, you're going to hear Lonely Man, and then that's going to go into Helplessness. That first track you heard was called Lonely Man, and that went into the fast and aggressive and short second track, Helplessness. I picked these two because Lonely Man really carries that raw, melodic emotion that you get on a couple of the tracks on this LP, and then Helplessness shows the chaotic aggression that can come out on this record as well. And like I said before, this is from the the LP Heavenward by Youth Funeral out of the Massachusetts, New Hampshire area. And I already kind of summed up the sound, but I'll just say it again. Really great screamo hardcore, screamo post-hardcore stuff. Good breaks from like heavy, fast, chaotic stuff. Good, interesting, kind of eerie melodies to balance it all out. Give the record a listen on their band camp. You'll see there that the vinyl and cassette is all sold out. But fear not. If you go to .net, there are some copies of the record available. And then also, Dog Nights Productions out of the UK is also distroing this band's record and cassette. Head over there, pick up either of those to support. Also on Deathwish, you can catch um, some of their merchandise there. So don't be fooled by the sold-out signs on their Bandcamp. 
which is awesome to see. Stoked about that. And just follow them on their Facebook for future releases, future shows, and just to stay tuned for anything exciting to come from this band. Really love everything they're doing. This week I'm spinning a track called Are We Cool from a band out of Vancouver, Canada named Weed. You just heard Are We Cool from Weed. Good friend of mine showed me these guys' KEXP session, which uh, bands go and perform in a studio live for Seattle's NPR station, and I was stoked on it. And I checked out their band camp, and it turns out that they have an album dropping tomorrow, April 28th, 2017. And uh, they have two singles out today. 
I'm really digging the shoegazy guitars, driving drums, and I'm so about it. If you also like what you hear, check them out on Bandcamp at weed.bandcamp.com or on their blogger, which is weedbandfromvan.blogspot.com. For any listeners in the Philly area, they're playing at the First Unitarian Church on May 13th. One thing I think we're going to get to on the show in a future episode or two is going to be some like conspiracy theory topic stuff in music. Oh boy. We've been messing around with this, but we're not we're not there yet. Like I said, future episode, be on the lookout. But with that in mind, this album has a little bit of like there there was a little bit of conspiracy theory slash I don't know, just like overall crazy coincidence stuff going on. Um, I'm gonna bring up. I'm not. I'm not sure. Like, um, if you guys heard of either of these, there's two specifically. The first one I'll bring up is more so just like a really crazy coincidence. Um, but the last song on this album is called Duckworth, and it's actually about Kendrick's dad and how there was almost an altercation back in the day when he was just a little kid between Kendrick's dad and his record label, Top Dog Entertainment, their CEO, and how there was almost this whole thing where Kendrick's dad was like working at a KFC and the Top Dog CEO like almost robbed the place and like could have like, you know, potentially like killed Kendrick's dad who like worked at the register and like he just has a song about how, you know, year twenty years later, the two of them like met in a studio and then put the pieces together like oh yeah man i almost like robbed you and then like i might have gone to jail and then like top dog entertainment would have never been a label and then like i don't know maybe i would have like killed you and then like kendrick wouldn't have had a dad and like his life would have changed forever but like here we are in a recording studio making another multi-million dollar album this is crazy so that i don't know if you guys heard of that at all but that is like a very weird thing and he just talks about how the course of his life could have potentially changed forever because two two pivotal important people in his life like met previously so that's like i don't know that's just like a crazy thing yeah. that's like that really that's like a true thing shit i had not heard about that before yeah so dropping some knowledge on y'all about the all right second <laughs> one this was this was more conspiracy. Turned out not to be true. It had a, had a. It had some breathing room to breathe. Uh, it had some breathing room to prove its validity, but uh, did not hold true. I was a little bummed, but it's all good. Because this record was released on Good Friday, and as we know, well, as as you may or may not know, Good Friday is represents in the Christian faith when Jesus Christ was was crucified and killed. And at the beginning of this record, uh, spoiler alert, on the first track, um, Kendrick is shot and killed by a blind woman. That's right. So people were like, oh, that's interesting. And then he was making, there's like little lyrics, I'd have to maybe pull them up, but there's little lyrics about how he's going to release something and then when you think that's his best thing, like he's putting out another thing on top of it. And his producer released a tweet and said something about how, what if, what if this damn record, this isn't the final version of the record and there's more. And then people were speculating 
because at the very end of the record, it all reverses backwards to the very beginning of the album and starts. It ends the way it starts with him, you know, right before he gets killed by this woman. So people had a conspiracy theory that he dies on this album on Good Friday. And then people thought that on Easter, the day, you know, and this is in Christian faith or whatever, mm-hmm. for those who don't know, <laughs> on Easter, sun- Easter Sunday, that is the day Jesus rose from the dead. So people were like, what if the album ended the way it did and rewound to the beginning before he died to represent like a resurrection and then a sec- a whole other album was going to be put out, like is going to get put out on Easter yeah. with- following that theme. And there was, there's like videos on YouTube that break it down, like super analytical, like the album is red, which is like violence and death and blood, but his picture on Spotify, there's a blue background and like that could be the, the resurrection album cover. And I checked Spotify probably seven times on Easter for <laughs> like every two hours. I was like, oh my God, is there an album up? Oh my God. Uh, no album. Just a conspiracy theory, but it was a good one. And yeah. if it could have been something cool, I've never heard of like an artist releasing two full lengths like three days apart from one another. So that'd be cool to be like, oh, here's this one record I'm gonna drop. People are gonna now call me the greatest rapper of all time. Wait, what? I'm dropping another record right now. <laughs> three days later. Now, what you think of me? Um, yeah, I did hear about that whole theory that there might be more like a whole other record but i didn't realize that it was that like in depth and that it that it the 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 theory was aligning with the good friday and easter so that's that's uh smart yeah but yo uh, i was hyped on it too yeah. i was in in my head i'm like yo nah this ain't even a conspiracy theory this is real kendrick yeah. is do kendrick is doing this there is an album being put out on sunday yeah and uh it wasn't psych. but uh hey That's psych the wrong yeah number. i know he should have put something up and then it would just been like a troll like yeah. album that would have been pretty oh, good that would have been so bad oh my god but um i think he recently did say something like how oh, there definitely is new music coming sooner than later so that's really exciting yeah i think i heard something about that too gotta keep the hype yeah. Got yeah then there's more that there's like other like little clue things that go deep into that conspiracy um any word like on the how, j cole album uh collab with who, between him and kendrick yeah i never heard of that that sounds awesome yeah it's been supposed to been uh it's been like in the works for years oh wow that would be a great record well potentially those are just two because it's funny like there's like the drake future albums right right and i feel like that's like a really great representation of like party trap hip-hop music right and i feel like a kendrick j cole record would be like the perfect collab for like the lyricist focused like artsy creative hip-hop guys you know what i mean yeah and i I think they would balance each other out in like a good way yeah totally um that's a good one but but yeah i thought that was like a a fun way to maybe uh get you warmed up for maybe some music conspiracy theory stuff coming soon but tie it in with the the Kendrick episode. This is the first full Kendrick episode. Good job. This is that's how you know Kendrick made it. You got he got his first full Ox Trader special. Sick. Um 
I would like to add one thing. There was a video that I found, or not necessarily that I found, but that I saw. There's this uh, YouTube channel, Nerdwriter, uh, that mm-hmm. does really good analysis of. Uh, he just does like all these really great uh, video essays, and the most recent one, uh, or the most recent, or the the second most recent, um, was about Kendrick and just like analyzing, um, you know, his personality and and how he is so good. Uh, it was mm. very interesting. It basically was talking about how um, he's got all these different characters that he can play um, mm-hmm. that are like versions of himself or um, whatever, just like all these different characters, and that's how he can keep it so fresh and have all these different um, intense emotion, uh, uh, intense emotional points on his records, um, whereas someone else like uh, he, the, the guy brought up, like Eminem with Slim Shady, you know, that's like, I was just going to say that. Yeah. It's like a very finite kind of, um, uh, character as opposed to Kendrick who can have all these totally different, um, different characters and, and points of view for his, for his tracks. So, uh, really interesting. Go check it out if you're interested. Uh, and, uh, let us know what you think. Perhaps whatever. Maybe we could provide a link on the Facebook post or some or something like that. Possibly, yeah. I'll 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 just like share it on Facebook or something like that. Boom, done. There you go. Cool. One click away. It'll be up by the time that this uh, episode is out. So scroll down if you're on our Facebook. I think everyone's Kendricked out. I kind of I kind of am, and I think. Come on, Mike. That's a lie. You're not Kendricked out. You're gonna finish recording this episode and you're gonna go listen to damn like right away. I hit pause to record this. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna resume. I'm gonna resume as soon as as soon as I stop recording. I'm gonna resume playing uh-huh. and jamming out. No, but for the people, for the fine people listening in, it is time to grace their ears with some more tunes. So let's get into these last two tracks. For my second pick this week, I'm gonna keep things local and bring you Connecticut's own Hellraiser with their track "Covered in Shit."
you just heard Covered in Shit from Hellraiser. This track was on their most recent album, Satan Smile. Even more recently, they put out a video for that track directed by That Bird Did. And be sure to check the description to check that out. They have a show coming up June 16th at Cafe 9 in New Haven and the following day at Alphaville, which is in Brooklyn, New York. Definitely peep those gigs if you're around. If you dig what you heard, check them out on Facebook and Bandcamp. And stay tuned for more. This week I'm bringing you a brand new power violence band from Connecticut named Kidnapped. That track was called Will You off the brand new demo from the Connecticut power violence band Kidnapped. The last time I remember being this excited about a power violence release was when Sex Prisoner came on the scene with their release. So I'm excited to see what Kidnapped can do for not only Connecticut but also power violence in general as this is only their first demo. If you like what you heard, make sure you head over to their Bandcamp, kidnappedpv.bandcamp.com and you can also find them on Facebook kidnap pv so make sure you're looking out for more shows all right those tracks were tight those were good lit thanks so much for listening to episode 70 of the aux trader podcast perhaps you didn't enjoy the damn listening experience kendrick's new album maybe you'll go back and like listen for some other things maybe you learned some new things about that record you didn't know about before uh thanks for checking out the four new tracks we had this week be sure to follow us on facebook twitter and instagram for updates lucas is going to be dropping that link for that cool video we discussed uh zach has been doing crazy outros and he ain't here i don't know if i could do what he does so i'm just gonna say shout out to Zach. thanks for thanks for joining us on this episode this week and we'll see you next week bye bye goodbye